This week's episode is about diets. Or was about diets. Yeah. Thank you all so much for your emails. Um, but we just realised that diets are really boring, to be honest. Well, they're not boring. Well, they are, if you're on well, one. We actually went, we, we finished last week's show, and then I said, because this is Joe, I'm going to put my hands up here, like, it's nothing to do with me. It was nothing, Joe went, oh, let's do a podcast <laughs> about diets. That'd be really, really interesting. And I said to her yesterday in the car, was, we was going to go and get some wine. And because we make wine, we, well, well, we should have a podcast. We should about have a wine. drunk podcast. A drunk podcast. <laughs> yeah, we should have a drunk That'd podcast. That would be brilliant. That would be, uh, I don't well, know about brilliant. It, well, we'd think it was yeah, at we'd the time. It would It'd be, be one of them, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be one of them that you'd we'd look back. we think we were hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're, anyway, we're sat in the car. We're driving to get some uh, wine juice. And um, I said, oh, oh, tell us all your stories then that you know about diets. Silence. And all I could think was silence, and all I could think about was work, because I spend all my time at work telling people who have diabetes to go on a diet, and it's just, it's no fun, it's not interesting at all, is it? You... I'm, I'm, my eyes, I'm struggling know, to keep exactly, my eyes open now. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely rubbish. So we changed, we've changed it, as you probably can see from your podcast thing, this is all going to be about festivals. Woohoo! <laughs> Woohoo! This is Mark's idea. By the way, let me just tell you. Welcome, Welcome to One Life, wing it. This is the theme and we sing it. In this here world that's so hectic, it's a podcast that's ever so eclectic. Diets. Uh, so if you've tuned in to listen to me and Joe talk about diets, um, you're going to have to wait until this podcast Not is happening. dying. <laughs> and we need, we're really scrabbling around looking for material. Uh, and then we'll do a special... Uh, diet. Although, you see, I, I was thinking. I was thinking this morning. I was thinking about my diet at festivals because um, last time I went to a festival, what, what I normally do because uh, I've been in camper vans and stuff. But when I go in a tent, I've got a little tiny um, stove, you know, and, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. it has and, and, it, and it's in a, like a little metal box. You see that? Like, yeah, that's yeah, the no, pan. Yeah. And and then the stove's in the pan. So what I normally do. I know what you're gonna say. I bet you make noodles, don't I do. You? I know. I, do. I knew you were gonna say. I know because I'll just take a little. But because you got to walk, can't you, from your car or whatever, or from the bus or whatever to your campsite, and you don't want to be spending all your money on on bloody food. Well, you don't. Then listen. I'm telling you Sorry. what. What I do. I'm you're just interrupting. It's not. It's not the Joanne show. I was just gonna know. say it's not the Mark show. Oh, was you? Well, actually, it is because it's my equipment, <laughs> and if you don't shut it, I'm taking it off you. No, what I do is I take I take muesli. <laughs> or muesli, because uh, you can always get a bottle of milk, can't you? You can. Uh, I usually get one if I'm, you know, not too stoned and drunk. Get it on the way home at night, so you can have it in the morning, because you haven't got a fridge in your tent. And then, yeah. and then, and then wash that out, because you can have it in that pan as well. You know what I mean? Just so that that fills you up the day. And then in the afternoon, when you when you dip in a bit, go and do a, some of them cheap mu- um, muesli. Uh, cheap. What? What noodles? <laughs> And a can of, uh, nice can of tuna. A can of really. oh, tuna. Yeah, because it, it doesn't, you know, you don't need fridge, do you? I know, tin of tuna. And you can survive on that, and then you can spend, you know, this I've is how tight I am. I've this ne- is how tight. I've tire. never, ever once taken food to festivals. Why? I just take booze, because I don't want to buy booze, because that's where your money goes. Well, you just, like, find a nice little sort of deli-type place selling something nice. It's only about three quid, Mark. A, a, a nice deli place? <laughs> What, what festival were you at? <laughs> no, hey, this, those... Oh, this will be Clitheroe, won't it? This. 
This would be clever. <laughs> a nice deli. I know what you mean. They do. You know, no, what, you you know want... like the hippie ones, not the ones that sell burgers and chips and so forth. You know, the ones that sell like falafel and things like that, like, you know, nice stuff. And it's only about £3, £3.50 tops. And it's When's the last like... time you went to a festival? Oh, God, about... Yeah, 1968. Three years ago. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're two farthing. <laughs> I paid two farthing for this. It's called a falafel. <laughs> yeah, anyway. So, anyway, we're talking about... Um, festivals uh, and, and it's uh, we've got we've got at, at, at the moment we've got um coming up we've got joe's joe's got a cracking story about the beat herder festival we, we're going to name check all these festivals because we might get free tickets um <laughs> beats herder festival uh, and in fact if you sent us tickets beat herder we could do a podcast from beat herder we'd we? love to we could we could go around and you know Fox meet Pop. meet all the foxy people Chat. foxy wharton yeah, that's my name. foxy wharton um <laughs> If you don't get that, you have to listen to last week's podcast about names. Um, or Glastonbury. I'm going to be telling a, a few stories about Glastonbury. Um, Emily Evis or Michael Evis, if you're listening to this podcast, you 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 should really be thinking about maybe getting me and Joe to come and visit you and do a podcast from Glastonbury Festival. Yeah, we could go as performers. We could. We could. We could, we thought about that last year, didn't we? Yeah, we, we should do we it thought now. about we that. We should do it now. We, we, what we were going to do, we were going to do some a story, weren't we? About we we're going to um, tell a story about yeah. Anyway, so um, our first story is uh, is about Joe and Beats Herder. The second story is about a couple of things that happened to me at Glastonbury, and then I'll be telling you a story about the Edinburgh Festival as I. I'm an actor. I suppose I am an actor, and uh, I, and I used to put shows on at Edinburgh. After this little break, if you want an advert on a little podcast, you can. If you want, that was rubbish. This week, Persia Partner could be advertising with us. Yeah, Peugeot You've got part- a Peugeot partner. Yeah, I've got an O2 Peugeot partner. So, so I've had mine. How old does that make it? Then it makes it thirteen years old, doesn't what it? Thirteen years old. So that's a good advert, isn't it? It's really reliable as well, isn't it? It starts on the key every it does, time. Does. The only thing's wrong with it is anything electrical. Yeah, but it's got all them little nooks and crannies that you can put all your stuff in, and yeah. you can hide anything. You can hide all your valuables in. You never yeah. have to lock the door. There's loads and loads of little storage spaces, and it's got things like those. It's got fag lighter things all the way through the car, so you, you can you can watch DVD players. And really, and you can put your back seat down and go to a festival in it and have a kip in it. Uh, it's, it's not long enough. We tried it, didn't we? Oh, yeah. We You'd have to bend your legs up a bit, wouldn't you? I know, but that'd be horrible. But the back door flips up, you know, so it, so could, it, so it, it. could look like a, a little shelter. In fact, it does look like a shelter, yeah, it doesn't does. it? We, we, sit, we sit there and have a cup of tea, don't yeah, we? Yeah, we, we pull up at the side of the seaside or something yeah. and we sit on it. It's about the right height for a chair. And, yeah. and Kit, Kit will be looking at us. That's Kit's Kit, the dog. Kit's the dog. He'll be looking at us going, what are you doing? <laughs> and while we make a little cup of tea in the back and smell his dogness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's good. Uh, the Peugeot partner driving you to... All day. And back. Every day.
welcome back. So, Beat Herder. Beat Herder. Where shall I start? Well, uh, a really good beginning. place is the beginning. <laughs> I'll just tell the tell the end and then <laughs> work our way forward. <laughs> well, we're sat there where we're watching Glastonbury on television, having not got tickets again for Glastonbury. And Sheik came on and they did a great set. Really glamorous, really good show. And I remember that Beat Herder was on, I think, just the following week. It was. It was exactly the following week after Glastonbury. And uh, I said, oh, Sheik are on at, at Beat Herder on Friday night. Uh, I wonder if you can get a ticket just for the night and I'll go. I didn't really know anyone who was going, so I thought I don't really don't want to go camping on my own and spend a, an entire weekend on my own camping. Just... Yeah, but you, won't, you never do, do you? Well, the no, thing is you about don't. festivals is that you... You, you d- meet you... people and talk to people all weekend. I mean, the last time we went to Beat Herder... Uh, do, do you remember those lads that were... Oh, they were hammered, weren't oh, they? Uh, they were, were diazepam, weren't they? Or some, Valium. Was no, Valium, so, that Do you want to buy some Valium and Valium. like, what for? So go to sleep and wake up on Monday morning when it's all finished. Yeah, which is exactly what they did. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Just walking around so monged. Anyway, so you, you would have found... You would, festivals Pro- are would. a very friendly place. Yeah, yeah, they are. And you'd have probably pelled up with some... Well, knowing you... <laughs> Yeah, I can't even go there. Go on, anyway. Anyway, so I couldn't just get a ticket to go on the Friday night to watch Sheik, so... Um, oh, I've just thought about this. If you what? tell this story, beat her, I never, ever oh, going to no, go straight not. I'm going to get done, aren't I? Do. Who cares? Oh, well, whatever. Who cares? Um, so I came up with a plan. Well, I did kind of think about jumping, and then I thought, oh, do you know what? It's such a thing you do when you're 18, isn't it? And, and you're too old for that. You'd probably, you'd probably have to go I can jump, sod off. How high is the fence? I don't know, you know. I, I can't remember. There's just it. Oh, no, loads there of people around. There's just so many people. Know, they're so well staffed now. There's always a place, isn't there? Yeah, there would be. Yeah, there would be. There's always a place. Anyway. What, what, you, what you have to do is, what you have to do is like, you know, like in the like the A-team and stuff like that, is uh, get, a, get a burger and put some like sleeping powder in it <laughs> and go to the steward and go, hi, mate, you're all right. Oh, you're working so hard. Would you like one of these burgers? Wink, wink. Do you know what I mean? And then wait for him to get to Stroll sleep. Past. Or just if you hit him on the back of the head, they just fall over and you've knocked him out, and then you can climb over their bodies and get in the festival. Oh, that's a bit. Or violent, I might be a bit fanciful. <laughs> <laughs> it's boring. So uh, I don't know whether any of you know or not, but I'm a nurse. So and obviously the, you have to have first aid staff. Loads of staff at festivals, really, don't you? Loads. To, loads doing everything to clean the toilets, picking your litter up, looking after you. So I came up with a plan to go in my nurse's uniform and... Do you, what you mean? Uh, hang on. Oh, all right, you came up with it. <laughs> you have to take the fluffy... Well, you should have let me have that. Why? Because. No, no, because it's like the A-team, isn't it? You know what I mean? You need the clever one to come up with the plan, <laughs> and then you need the one to do the plan. Do you know what I mean? You're like, uh, what's his name, who used to fly the plane? What was his name? Oh. Mad Murdoch. And I'm like, Hannibal. <laughs> who, who has the plan? Do you know what I mean? We haven't got a face or a BA Baracus, have we? Hey, fool! Oh, dear. I can't believe you made me go to play. <laughs> <laughs> Every week, same story. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, it was my idea. It was, it was Mark's idea. Hannibal. Um, so. I got my uniform, obviously, together that I wear every day anyway. Find an emergency rucksack that said emergency rucksack written all over did, it. Did it it say, was bright red. Yeah, did. It did. Say yeah. emergency rucksack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On a rucksack? Yeah. So it, was, it, so it was clear. I know, but it, well, otherwise it could just be any old rucksack, couldn't it? I've got a rucksack upstairs. So 
I, I, I know, I understand, but I'm just saying it's isn't it funny having an emergency rucksack that says emergency rucksack. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like it's like me having a rucksack saying any old rucksack on it. <laughs> in fact, in fact, I'm going to copyright that, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I'm going to copyright the any old rucksack. He's still going to be a millionaire, Mark. Ooh. So anyway, Friday came round and I was thinking, how are we going to do this? And I couldn't really formulate a proper plan in my head because I wasn't too sure of the sort of setup and what you did as you drove in. I would, I thought they're probably going to direct you and tell you where to park. So I, I didn't, anyway, I thought I'll just go with the flow. Worst case scenario is they're going to say, we have no idea what you're talking about. Go away. I'm not going to get arrested and I'm not going to get struck off. So I thought I'll just go for it, wing it, see what happens. So I drove in thinking, where am I driving to? And first thing, this lad pulled me in. So I had my rucksack on the passenger seat of my car, blatantly sat there saying, emergency Emergency rucksack. (laughs) And I said, oh, hello, I'm just responding to a 111 call. Can you point me in the direction of the medical tent? What's a 111 call then? It's it's the out of hours number, isn't it, that you ring if your GP surgery is closed and you need medical so, that, attention. So really, the security is apps because you wouldn't ring if someone was dying in in Beta, <laughs> and then you go, I oh, know, let's ring one 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 up. I know. Do you know what I mean? I know. Let's ring the non emergency number, and then let's get a, an emergency nurse with a with an emergency rucksack to come and save me. <laughs> and the, anyway, sorry. So what? This, what but did the this best secure? thing. Well, the best thing was he obviously didn't know what was going on, but I think he thought he ought to know. Ah, so, you see. Yeah, it's it, that thing. Isn't really it, you interesting. Know, that psychology. psychology. It's the uniform. Yeah, and all the people the way down go. The line. They go. Oh right, yeah. And and he probably his superior wasn't there, yeah. so he hasn't got someone telling him, and he's got to make a decision. Yeah. So if he makes the wrong decision, you know what I mean? You you well, you'd have to go. If he'd have said. No, you're not coming in. What would you have said? You, you, I don't you, know you, because it would didn't you happen. Stood him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just stood my ground for a bit. I'd have argued it out for a little bit, um, but I probably wouldn't have pushed it that far because obviously I knew that. And you're older. You were probably older than him, weren't you? Yeah, he was about twenty. And you, you so... and you're, a, you know, you're a nurse, aren't you? you got, yeah, it's the uniform. It's just the uniform. I did, I did, I did. I took my um, ID badge and when I showed it, I just put my finger over my name. <laughs> But it had my photograph oh, right. on it, oh, and right. it had NHS on See, it. See, this is like an episode of uh, the A Team now, isn't it? This is really good. <laughs> it is. Jeez, you are like Mad Murdoch. Go on. Anyway, so he waved so me over. Oh, you want to go over there? Just park your car there and go and have a word with um, this girl who was stood at a Janice, gate. For, yeah, whatever. I can't remember her name, so let's okay. say Janice. So th- then the same thing happened again. Walked up to Janice. Hi, same story. Just responded to a one 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 call. Can you tell me where the medical yeah. tent is? And she, she sort of, she, she went, yes, and just again, really, really emphatic. One one one. Do you know what I mean? I don't get the I, fact that one, the number one one one. If I'm just responding to a nine 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 call, I get that. Then, but then you'd be in an emergency vehicle, wouldn't you? I'd be in an ambulance. Like, ridiculous but then story. I don't know that I don't. Well, it is because I know that at Glastonbury, I know. I mean, one of my friends went recently working as a nurse as, you know, qualified, highly qualified medical staff. So I'm assuming at Beat Herder, they just have, like, St John's people. No, so they then, don't. They, they I don't must know. Have, they must have someone on site 
that can, like that has the same like you. Yeah, I don't I mean, know. Has your skills? Anyway. Anyway, so she waved me through, but the medical tent unfortunately was right next to the blooming <laughs> gate. So I thought, oh damn it, I'm going to have to go into it. So I went in, and they were sort of St John's there. So I went in, and uh, I said, oh hello, um, I'm NHS, just coming to make sure you're all all right. You've got enough supplies and so forth. Luckily, I did have loads of supplies in the rucksack. I stacked it with like. Um, foil blankets and glucagon and stuff like that. Yeah. And I said, oh, no, we're all right. If you just leave your name and your number, uh, then we know how to contact you. I said, all right, brilliant. Yeah, so fake name, fake number. Yeah. Foxy Walton. Foxy Walton. <laughs> or double seven nine one. <laughs> and then I just wandered off out into the festival, rang you up. Yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> and then went for a wander, but I had an hour to kill before sheep were due to come on. Actually, when you say an hour to kill, let's just... Verify that you're not a serial <laughs> killing nurse, <laughs> and that you wander around festivals killing people. But it was lovely actually, because it was a really lovely warm evening, quite sunny. So I yeah. thought, I'll just have a thanks for the weather report. I just have a mooch. Yeah, but then I ended up flipping earning my trip to Sheik, didn't I? Why? Because uh, there were basically a bunch of lads who were absolutely off the faces. This one in particular had just totally, totally lost the plot. Yeah. You know, one hour we're going to the shop, other one we're coming home, we had pints of milk and change. <laughs> 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 so I'm there in my uniform with my emergency rucksack. What were on Valium? Were yeah, Valium yeah, probably. <laughs> and his friends are going, problem can you help him, can you help him? Like I said, I thought, oh, bugger. So I thought, well, no, I will help him, bless him. So I just sat with him, really, talking to him. I said, don't have anything else for about three hours. Don't have any more drugs. Don't have anything else to drink. He had some water. I said, just sit here with me and drink your water. So he just sat there absolutely off it, really. Oh, that's good. That, having his you know. Oh, yeah. So well, beat turner, let me just say this to beat turner, because they might be listening to this, yeah. is that I know that she's got him for free. <laughs> um, but she did bring you some vital supplies, yeah. didn't you? And yeah. you did... Genuinely. You could have saved the life uh, yeah. of someone Absolutely. you were there while sheep were on. I mean, that's the thing. I actually am a nurse. I'm not going and pretending to be a nurse, am Should I? you be saying that, so, really? Because, you know, legally and stuff. we're going to get stuck off now. Well, this is... Uh, yeah, let's not put your name on anyone, anything. All right, and, all right. Yeah. Foxy Walton. Anyway, go on, do. Foxy Walton. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the time came for Sheik to come on, so yeah. everybody started piling in the field, and I thought, hey, hang on a minute, I'm not flipping standing at back. <laughs> so I was like that to everyone walking through the field. With badge. Sorry, yeah, no, with NHS. my badge, with my emergency rucksack, yeah. my uniform. Locking people out. So, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm going, hello, sorry, can I just get past? Thank you. And everybody just like properly stood to one side, let me, let, let me walk through right like down like to the front. Like an emergency vehicle yeah, yeah, coming I through. Was, was. Nina, Nina, yeah. Nina. Oh. <laughs> So Sheik were absolutely wonderful and now Rogers, bless him, I was properly dancing about, waving my hands in the air yeah. and jumping up and down and uh, he kept looking at me and putting his thumbs up. Did he? Yeah, oh, well chuffed. Did you get any photos? I did, I did. Put them on the website. Yeah, put them on the website. So then I watched Sheik, didn't I? And came up, I went to my car. Oh, that was it though, when oh. I was coming out. It was blooming harder getting out than it was getting in. How do you mean? started really challenging me. As I was walking out... They started really. This this lad said to me, um, "Where are you going?" And I said, oh, it's, "I'm just nipping out." And uh, I said, "Oh, I'm off shift." That's what I said. He said, "Just wait there a minute." I'll, and I thought, "Oh, come on! I'm not getting pulled up at the last minute. I've done it now." So uh, I just sloped off quietly. But uh, no, I got properly challenged. He didn't. He was like looking at me. Really, what are, what are you doing? He could you see don't through that rucksack, couldn't he? He could Maybe see through he could. your emergency rucksack. Maybe he could. 
That's it. That's, that's a great story, though. It's a really good story. It is. It is. I like that. It's a good way to get into a festival for free, isn't it? Yeah. I, I'd be interested to know how I would have blagged it if I'd have wanted to stay the entire weekend, though. Obviously, I had no wristband. That was it. That was, He said to me, where's your wristband? And I said, I don't need one. I'm working. And, it, and uh, is it, Oh, you always yeah. need a wristband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I thought, oh, yeah. I'll just I blame Janice, that woman. That she should have She should have should have given me one. Yeah. Well done, well done. Right, well, after the break, we'll be talking to Mark about... Oh, I am Mark. Just for a change. We'll be talking to Mark. Hello, welcome back to One Life Wingate, the second episode that's all about festivals this week. You sound like Sarah Cox, then. Off, really? uh, off the yeah, you sounded like uh, oh, a right the, professional broadcaster. It's the accent. Yeah, go on. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupt. Uh, well, we want to hear your story, Mark. Now what about Glastonbury. Yeah, Glastonbury. Well, you can't just say that. Why? You don't just go. You don't just go. Uh, oh, let's. That's so contrived. It's like bloody Blue Peter now. This is. Oh yeah, and and now. <laughs> no, Mark, I'll tell you what it's like, Mark. Why don't you? Why don't <laughs> do you remember you? that? Yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> Don't tell him your age. Don't t- guess how many people go to Glastonbury now? Oh, thousands. Um, go on, have a guess. A hundred thousand. Hundred and seventy-five thousand people. Right. Why can't we get a flipping ticket then? I, I have no idea. I have absolutely no idea. Anyway, um, this is the first time I went to Glastonbury was in the early noughties, I think, and uh, I went with some friends, and they said to me, "Oh, you're lovely. you know that kind of when you go when you go." Skin to stop banging your cup down. Sorry, it's all right. Um, I'm a bit actually. I'm a bit. I'm. I'm a, I'm a bit palpitation, you know. Oh, is it that flipping at me? coffee, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, of course, always. No, it's that coffee. Proper strong, isn't it? It's just proper strong. Be all right. You'll be all right. <laughs> Need a valium. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Um, I, I forgot. I lost my thread now. Sorry. I was uh, your first time you oh, went to first Glastonbury. time. Yeah, and you always get those people that go. Uh, we'll look after you. We'll show you what it's all about. You stick with us, kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? And um, so they, they were saying, you, "You'll go here." There's 175,000 people. I'll bet you any money before the end of the weekend, you'll meet someone. And I went for the whole weekend. No one. And all my friends. All my friends was like, "Oh, it's Tony from." So, Mapple, oh look, it's Janice from uh, Met, uh, Drama. You know what I mean, every everyone was just going. It was incredible. Absolutely. Well, it's funny though, because Mel sees everybody, but Mel, when she goes, she has a stall, doesn't she, and flogs the stuff. If you stay, it's what's that? Stuff. You know that saying? Is, is it Marble Arch? If yeah. You, if you stay at Marble Arch long enough, you'll meet everybody everyone you know you've ever met. Or walk past you. Yeah. If you stand still long enough, you'll come back into fashion. Will I? Yeah, <laughs> one day. I su- yeah, I suppose. You, I suppose. Trendy, I suppose I'm probably coming back into fashion now. You actually. are. You look I, trendy I'm, today. The eighties are quite. Well, you can't go wrong with a black t-shirt. I look like I'm at a festival. What festival is that then? <laughs> <laughs> Pamplona running with the bulls. <laughs> see, we're laughing because oh. you, you can't see her. She's got a bloody Nike. Uh, oh, Nike. There you are. Uh, hey, could, they can sponsor us. They could sponsor. No, they're too wealthy and too big brother. They won't be interested. Us. Oh no, well, we don't. I don't like. Yeah, we don't want because they want to get in. You know what I mean? Yeah. In with the people, our, our cool listeners, wouldn't they? You know, we want cool people. We, we don't want, want cool. Big I'd rather do Aldo, wouldn't you? Oh, and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe do an upmarket advert one day, like 
Asda. On bargains. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so they were, they were kept going, oh, you, 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 you will meet someone, you will meet someone. And it was, getting, getting, it was annoying me. I was thinking, all these people, <laughs> and I've not met one person that I know. So anyway, on the last day, Sunday, um, we were sat having a beer, a nice cool John Smith on top of this hill. It was red hot, Glastonbury makes a change. And um, Jesus was walking up the hill with a cross. <laughs> I know it sounds like it's Glastonbury, isn't it? It's uh, yeah, Glastonbury. Yeah, yeah. So he's, he's got the, the uh, crown of thorns on, you know, and he's, he's got like a, a, say a loin, is it a loincloth? Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, yeah. So he's beer chested, big beard, big long hair, and he's and he's and he's slowly making his way up this. Brilliant! Did you get hill. a photo? Yeah, I get that on website. Why? Oh, because it'll be good. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so he gets to the top, and uh, he stops. And I said to him, "I said, hello, Jesus. Would you like a drink of me bitter?" <laughs> right. And he went, "Yeah." And he looked up, took me bitter, and he went, "Mark Whiteley, thick as thieves, <laughs> Nottingham." And I went, "You are." He said, "You're in a you were in a plane in a shop, weren't you?" And I went, "Yeah, yeah." He said, "Every time I go to work, and, and you've my photograph was left in the window. Do you know what I mean of this shop in the centre of Nottingham? And it said, it said just my picture. And it says Mark Whiteley on the picture, and Thicker Sleeves is still on the window. And he went, "I can't believe it! I can't believe it! I saw your show and stuff, and I and I walked past your shop every single morning on my way to work, and I just see it, and it's Mark Whiteley. I can't believe it, mate. You're like that." And my mate said, "I can't believe you." He said, "You know." You've met nobody that you knew all week, and then you bump into Jesus, Jesus. and he knows you. <laughs> but I will, I will, I'll put the photograph on the website. Um, That's a great story. It's not a bad story, that it's is it? It's a great it's story. It's not a bad story. I, I had, um, I was just was looking at some photographs this morning, and there was one really, really nice one of uh, the toilets because <laughs> they're the famous things about yeah. festivals. I, I, and I had this one day. I was there. The, the worst thing about festivals is pooing. Yeah. Because you kind of, if you if you if you're sensitive now about bowel movements, I urge you to fast forward for at least two minutes because I'm I'm gonna I like talking. You about do. That. You're brilliant at talking about pooing. We have every morning we get up, we have a, we have a cup of tea, don't we? We sit about, we talk about Mark's bowels and what we're gonna have for breakfast. <laughs> anyway, so so I've been there. It, it was Saturday night, and I got to the festival either Wednesday night or th- early Thursday morning. So I'd not have a bowel movement for a few days. Be Thursday morning, knowing you, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, probably was. And I, I was queuing for these toilets, and if you don't know, they're like like Tardises, aren't they? You know, yeah. like a, a row of Tardises, <laughs> and they're notoriously bad. I mean, they are. You you must have seen them, or you can imagine how you know 175,000 people Ugh. going to the toilet looks Ugh. after a on few drugs. days on drugs. <laughs> yeah, and missing. Oh. oh, it's horrible. Anyway, as I was queuing, there's a big queue of like I was going to go and have a wee that's all I was having and I thought I can hold this for another day um, as as the door opened and it, it was my turn next a, a lady came out and she had rubber gloves on and she had a bucket and a, and a scrubbing brush and she'd cleaned this toilet it was absolutely pristine do you know what I mean it was it was I like you believe your it look, was like Christmas you? it was like and I, went, and, I, and I this massive smile but didn't have any toilet roll I thought this is my opportunity to have a poo how come you didn't have any toilet roll because I'm a man and I was having a wee oh, so don't carry, right. man, yeah, men yeah. don't carry toilet yeah. rolls with them do they no do you know what I mean that's ladies jobs <laughs> so I turned around to this woman this is our middle class you know what I mean back in the olden days when it was hippies it would have been different yeah, well, but I turned around I turned around and there was a there was a girl there proper middle class girl and I said excuse me I said could I have some of your toilet roll please and she looked at me like I'd 
slapped her in the face and she tore off one piece. One piece oh, of toilet roll. And I was like, I was like, I said, oh, thank you. Thanks a lot for that. Anyway, I, I, I used it. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I hope she had it after me because it stunk. <laughs> but have you ever tried one of those shewees? I've never tried one, no. And I tend to just slope behind bushes and try. I'm not that That's bothered about it. That's not good, though, that. I know That's it not isn't. Good. No, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you off for that. Because right. if you're a farmer and, and you've got hundred odd thousand people weeing. Yeah, I know. I, it's not the farmer I worry about, it's the cows, you know what I mean? Or the sheep or the animals that you know what I mean? And you and that's gonna alter the bloody the water levels and everything, it's estrogen, isn't it? Estrogen, isn't it? As well. It's estrogen kills everything, I isn't know. it? I mean really does. I mean when we go camping and we and we 'cause we we in a bucket, don't we? Yeah. I can't believe we're talking about this. What are we talking about this for? This is not good. It's not good at all. Um let's move on. Move on, move let's on. Let's move on. Let's talk about Edinburgh Festival. Oh, yeah. You've yeah. been to Edinburgh a few times. Hang on. Let's talk about Edinburgh, the final story, after this little break. I'm adding it. Welcome back. Welcome back. Put your headphones in. Oh, I didn't know we were... I thought we were having a yeah. break. What do you mean, having a break? What, what have you done? Oh, yeah, it's been right graft this, hasn't it? I've been graft. I've been sweating my balls off this morning, talking at a microphone. <laughs> so that's hard work, isn't it? No, um, we're going to Edinburgh Festival this year, aren't we? We are. Our friend, uh, Keith Hookin, who runs Reform Theatre in Sheffield, is taking a show along with Harrogate Theatre in Harrogate, uh, what's it called? It's, it's something Edith to, in the Dark. Edith in the Dark. So if you're in Edinburgh, uh, it's, it's, it's worthwhile, actually, isn't it? It's, it's, quite, it's, it's quite a, a good, nice show. We, we've show, seen it yeah. twice now, haven't yeah, we? So yeah. we're probably going to give it a wide berth. That sounds, you know, derogatory. but No, but, but not at all. We've seen it twice, twice and there's so yeah. many things yeah, on. We've travelled to Arrogant to see it twice. Yeah, true. Yeah. Anyway, the first time we went to Edinburgh, we went into a venue called the Underbelly. They give you 15 minutes right in between shows because you imagine how many shows are on so so these venues are open they open at 10 o'clock in the morning and they close at say two o'clock in the morning do you mm-hmm. know what I mean all the time serving beer and food yeah do you know what I mean and they sh- show after show after show after show after show underbelly's probably got what what then it had i think it was nine theater spaces in this one big building negotiating that is is really really difficult and the stage managers have got to be really on the ball and, and they've got to kick people's asses yeah otherwise Starting late, you know, have a knock and, on and a knock on to yeah, the next yeah, yeah. show, and etc. You understand? So they give you fifteen minutes. The first time we went there, went with a play called Thick as Thieves, and I was with my friend Daniel Hoffman He was playing Barry and Keith, who I've just mentioned, yeah. who's invited us to Edinburgh this year. And we had fifteen minutes to build a whole <laughs> old man's kitchen and living room. I mean, it was the whole thing. It was God. it was the kitchen sink. We had to bring a kitchen sink in, you know, table and chairs, settee, the lot. And we had 15 minutes to set all the, everything up. So can you imagine? I bet just, you just about hell for leather, didn't you? Yeah, so we stood there in the wings on the first day, yeah, pacing a bit, going, are we going to do this? Because we yeah, yeah. we've never done it, never done it. It's like two minutes before the other show comes down. And Dan goes, I forgot my balaclava. 
I said, you what? I said, I've forgotten the balaclava. I mean, we're doing a play about burglars and the first scene is we walk in with You're balaclavas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And he, there's a whole routine with him in a balaclava and me in a balaclava and it's very, very funny. And it lasted about five minutes of the show. So we couldn't go on without the balaclava because it wouldn't make sense and we yeah. look ridiculous. Yeah. We were living probably a f- 10 minute walk Oh my away God. Oh from my God. the venue we had 15 so, minutes so that's 20, 20 minutes, minutes yeah. walk walk that is yeah right but we had to build this set uh and get on and he and so so he just went i've got to go and off he ran he ran he did yeah yeah of course. Do. he absolutely legged it so me, you, just then, you and keith then just me and keith the... then to, to build the kitchen sink so, so we were like, I looked at Keith and Keith looked at me and we went, well, we've got to do it, we've got to do it. Yeah. And uh, we, we did it. We started and after about a minute of doing it, Dan ran back in and said, I forgot the key. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no! Give me the key. And off he ran again. And then we were shifting, 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 building this set, building this set. And bang on, 15 minutes, just before the audience was, was let in, Dan came running in and then he was absolutely dripping wet. Absolutely dripping wet as we put the last bit of furniture, you know what I mean? But it was so scary because we didn't know, I didn't know whether all the props were going to be there. I, you know what I mean? I just didn't know because it was we were so het up. Um, but the show went down really, really well and we eventually got four star reviews and Brilliant. we sold out. We, 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 God, that was so nerve-wracking. <laughs> so, so nerve-wracking. What a nightmare. It's horrible, isn't it, when things go wrong like that? Poor Dan, though. He must have felt really guilty. He You'd did. feel really bad if it was your fault, wouldn't you? Yeah, he did. Bless him. He did, he did do. And, uh, he, you know, he. Anyway, we'll speak to you in a minute. Well, that's it for this week. That's the end of the second episode. Two episodes, Joanne. I know, look at us. I know. Uh, Next week, we're talking all about lies. I'll be telling a really long-winded story. Don't know, don't worry about it. It's it's really, really quite interesting. Involves Sky (laughs) News and BBC and John Peel and lots of things. So step up, we want to hear all about your lies. We've all told them, um, some for many various different reasons. We want to hear all about your lies, what you think of lies even. You can email us at hardgraft at gmail.com or you can get onto the website, which is onelifewingit.co.uk. Until then, until next week, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from him. That's another half hour of your life you're never going to see again, innit?